military moms. Maybe you've considered a sleep number bed but weren't sure if you could afford one. Consider this. The sleep number bed adjusts on each side, so it's just right for both of you. The sleep number bed adjusts on each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. Your sleep number setting. It's the perfect bed for couples, and it lasts twice as long as an inner spring. And really, can you afford another restless night's sleep? I know I can't. If I don't get my sleep, if I don't get really good sleep and a lot of it, I know I'm a monster at work. I'm a bear in my kitchen. I'm tough on my kids. I'm tough on myself. And you just need a great night's sleep because there are so many unique challenges that the military family faces that military moms need that great night's sleep. With optional Sleep IQ technology inside, it tracks your sleep so you know what helps you sleep your best. 91% of owners recommend Sleep Number, and J.D. Power has ranked it highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses for two years in a row. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Now's the best time to come to a Sleep Number store during their semi-annual sale, where a Queen C2 mattress is only $699.99. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them that Sandra and Robin of Military Mom Talk Radio sent you. Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with 3 million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and Robin Boyd has the day off. She's actually traveling up to Montreal to go on a vacation with her husband, Stephen, uh, who's a uh, Vietnam veteran, and they're so excited for their trip, so we wish them just the best time. Now, we're talking today with J.M. DeBoard, and this is the second in a two-part series that we're talking about dreaming. And in the first episode, we talked a lot about different dreams that military service members have what it means to dream about certain military um, base themes, whether it's it's you know a weapon, a gun, or uh, teamwork and leadership. And um, so, if you want to hear that episode, you should look it up on iTunes. You can look it up at toginet.com. Uh, you can also find it on militarymomtalkradio.com, and you can hear about these things. Now, today's show, we're going to have more of the nuts and bolts show. We're going to talk a little bit more about the practical interpretation of dreams. And we're visiting today with J.M. DeBoard, and he is known as Rad Owl, the Reddit.com dream expert. And he is the author of the Dream Interpretation Dictionary, Symbols, Signs, and Meanings. And that book, I want to tell you, is really three books in one. It's a dream dictionary, it's a guide, and it's an encyclopedia that offers a complete source for understanding the meaning and significance of dreams, which I think is super cool. And he 
also penned Dreams 1, 2, 3, Remember, Interpret, and Live Your Dreams, which is how I found him. I found that book and then invited him on the show. And that introduces his Anyone Can Do It system of dream work known as Dreams 1, 2, 3. And I have to tell you, I have done it and I really enjoy it. And I get a lot out of my dreams. Um, But before we do, I'd like to graciously thank Madison Reed for sponsoring today's show. Madison Reed is a company that's revolutionizing the way all women color their hair. For decades, women have had two options, the outdated at-home hair color or the time and expense of a salon. Now, this company was created by Amy Arett, and she named it after her daughter, which is really cool. And Amy created Madison Reed because she believes women deserve better than the status quo. Now, Madison Reed is the ultimate hair color hack. It's got the quality of salon color, the convenience and affordability of at-home hair color, and an ammonia-free formula with ingredients you can feel good about. Experience beautiful multi-dimensional hair color made in Italy, delivered to your door, on your schedule for under 25 bucks. Now, I love my Madison Reed color because it makes my hair look like me only better. See, I don't want to look like a box or a bottle. I want people to look at me and say, wow, she's got great hair, not she's got a great stylist. So thanks, Madison Reed, for being my best beauty secret. So if you want to join hundreds of thousands of women who've tried and loved Madison Reed, Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com. Madison Reed would like to honor our military mom listeners today with a 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit by using promo code MILITARYMOM at checkout. That's madison-reed.com, promo code MILITARYMOM. I really love my Madison Reed hair color, and you will too. Now, We're going to go back to somebody who's not only dreamy, but our dream expert. And he does have great hair. JM, you've got great hair. Oh, thank you. You know, I've always had that uh, that blonde hair. And uh, um, (laughs) I guess I don't need any hair color for it, but a little product once in a while helps. I don't know. (laughs) We might have some things for you for Madison Reed. Um, So, JM... Let's talk a little bit about uh, dreams and and why should we why should we really care about our dreams, honestly? Well, there is a lot that you can learn about yourself and your life from your dreams. They are not just these uh, random imagery that's going through your mind as you sleep. They're not brain farts, which is what the popular idea got out there from one study, one researcher who's made this claim uh, a long time ago. And people have this impression that their dreams are meaningless, but they are actually dream interpretation is an art that goes back thousands of years that it is documented in places uh, Uh, in the Bible and even older literary resources, where dreams played a very important role in the lives of individuals, communities, and even nations. So your dreams are telling you about yourself, about your life. They're telling you these stories that if you can understand, you can step back from the overt story and understand that it is symbolism and it's talking about what's going on in your life, the outer events of your life, and also the inner events, the things going on in your 
thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your perceptions. If you can understand your dreams that way, then you can start to understand what their messages are for you. So what is the significance of them? What can you learn from them? How can you live better by understanding your dreams? So this is, you know, there's a lot that you can pull out of your dreams, Sandra. And if you listen to the last episode, we really went into some good detail about how dreams use storytelling devices and how to step back and understand what the underlying message is. Of course, people can go to my blog at dreams123.net and start there. Um, they can read my books. But really, you know, um, the um, uh, they can also listen to this episode and the last one, and I'm sure that they'll learn a lot from that, too. Well, I think, you know, it's it's so interesting because there's been times in my life where I have recurrent dreams. And when a dream recurs, I mean, is that just because I didn't understand it? I don't it didn't get my attention. I didn't, you know, or I'm just like, you know, on rewind in my head. I mean, why, yeah, why do sometimes. we have recurrent dreams? Well, sometimes, yeah, it's that you're, you're, there's a message that needs to get across that, and your dreams are trying to, they will keep hitting you with the same dream until you get the message. Now, there are some times that you need to make a different choice. I call these Groundhog Day dreams. This is from the movie. And, you know, that time keeps looping back to the beginning and he has a chance to try to, by the end of the movie, try to make decisions a little differently to make the outcome turn out a little differently. Well, that's what your dreams are trying to do with a Groundhog Day type recurring dream. Now there is the other there's another type of recurring dream which simply reflects the daily parts the very common things that are in your life, the people that you see, the places that you go, the things that you do. You're going to that imagery is going to get into your dreams and it's it's going to be it's going to recur, maybe not as the exact same story but the same imagery will recur. If it's important, it will stand out to you. It will really affect your emotions. It will engage you in a a very deep sort of way. Now you can have another type of dream, which is the serial dream, which is sort of like a story that continues, like let's say the uh, episodes of a TV show or sequels to a movie. And, you know, night after night, you're progressing in this story, or at least the story changes in some kind of ways, but the basics of it are the same. And there's often something that can help you to understand yourself and your life better that is based on this dream. Um, that theme. Now I have one from my dreams. Now I worked in restaurants when I was younger and I spent a lot of time as a waiter and I experienced all the things that you experience in restaurant work. So my dreams have pulled out one of the things that tends to happen is, is that you go from zero to a hundred miles an hour very quickly. It's called the rush in the restaurant business. And in my dreams, what happens is, is, is that I look around and the uh, tables all fill up at once and they're all my responsibility. And there are all these people sitting there with their menus, waiting for me to come around. And I'm sitting there going, wait, this isn't fair. There's too much for me to do. I can't do all this at once. And what I've, I have connected this recurring theme with times in my life when I'm anxious about getting everything done on my to-do list, or there are many people that need my time and attention. The same as there are diners who are in my station at the tables that I'm responsible for, um, that are waiting for me to come and take their orders and take care of them. And the same sort of idea idea or way I am in my life, I'm trying to take care of all these different people or all these different responsibilities or all these different things that are on my to-do list. So recurring dreams can really tell you a lot about yourself. And there's a lot that you can learn about them. And in fact, I tell people, 
if you want to start with dream interpretation, start off with your recurring dreams because it can become like a key that unlocks other parts of your dream life. Like with my dream about working in the restaurant and all my tables fill up, I can start there and I understand that dream and now I can use it as a key to understand other times that I might dream about restaurants, that I might dream about too many things to do at once, that I might dream about, you know, like um, restaurant themes such as uh, menus, uh, being at a bar or something like that. I can use my previous work that I've done on understanding that one recurring dream theme, and I can use it as the key to unlock other dreams. Wow, that's so amazing. And, you know, when you unlock your dreams, uh, or you even think about your dreams, I think it can help you get in touch with your feelings. I know, like, especially if I'm really busy, JM, I have a hard time getting in touch with my feelings and my dreams can help indicate that. Is, is that it, does that work for everybody? Oh, absolutely. Um, feelings are the underlying basis <laughs> of most dreams. And your feelings can really tell you more about your dream than anything else. And in fact, you don't always have to fully analyze a dream. You can simply wake up from it and pay attention to how it made you feel. Dreams tend to create situations, scenarios, stories that trigger your feelings. And those feelings are somehow connected with how you've been feeling in your life. You know, if you wake up from a dream feeling anxious, you might ask yourself, how have I been feeling anxious? Or what am I feeling anxious about that might be coming up in the next day or two? The dream creates it as, oh, I'm unprepared for a test, you know, and you walk in and you go, wait, I haven't been to class all semester. And you're, I I've got a final exam. And you're like, wow, you know, I'm suddenly hit with this and you feel really anxious and frustrated. Well, you wake up from the dream and you ask yourself, is there some way that I feel unprepared about something? Um, you can, if you wake up feeling really happy from a dream, you go, well, what is making me happy right now? Or what could make me happy? Uh, feelings really do underlie your dreams and you don't really have to search any further than your feelings for understanding them. So um, I know that we have just a little bit of time left here before the break. Um, is there uh, another theme that you want to explore? Well, I, 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 you know, I used to have this boss that was always on my back. And then I would have these dreams about being chased. So when we come back from the break, I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about one of our listeners has a dream about being chased by a tornado. We'll be back okay. after the break. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at free gift from joyce.com is almost here and the scarecrows or tatty doolies as the scottish call them are out but halloween is all about trick-or-treating and that means candy the average american eats 24 pounds of candy a year and most of that consumption occurs around halloween what do you call a person who loves to eat a grand gozier popular costumes for this year are happy face and wink face emojis 
Of course, since it's a presidential election year, there are various costume choices for those who wish to dress up as Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton or Republican candidate Donald Trump. If you ask me, the only thing scarier than Halloween this year is the presidential election. What's another word for the fear of Halloween? Sam Hainophobia. It's words you never I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with J.M. DeBoard, and Robin has the day off, and we are talking about dreams, and um, J.M., I had this boss that was always on my back. She's such a pain. Like, I worked for her for, I don't know, seven or eight years, and I used to get so stressed out on Sunday nights. I was dreading Monday morning. I would crawl through till Friday, and she was always on my back. And I used to have these dreams I'm being chased. And it just occurred to me, you know, 10 years later, that those two things might have something in common. Oh, absolutely. I would say that you were perhaps uh, trying to avoid this person's scrutiny or her or her anger or uh, in some way that the environment at work was affecting you and it was being turned into the dream about being chased. I used to have this too. I worked for a, um, a healthcare recruiting company and my um, the supervisor, the guy who actually owned the company, I mean, he was a he was a good dude, but boy, he could be really uptight about things sometimes. And he would pop into your area, your work area, and he hasn't seen you all day, but he's judging everything based off of the five second impression that he gets. So we were always as employees, we were like, you know, warning each other, hey, you know, Rick's coming, and everybody would suddenly look like they were really busy, you know. Um, but yeah, your dreams are going to manifest these uh, things that are going on in your life, um, they're going to manifest it and show it to you as imagery. So you could have this dream about being chased. And I would ask, you know, well, what was it that was chasing you? What kind of environment were you in? And how did you feel about it? I bet in some kind of direct way that you could connect it with how you felt about your work. Absolutely. Because I would be like doing chores. I'd be like in the grocery store and somebody was following me and it wasn't in a good way. It was like, they're going to attack me. And I'd be like looking around, they're following me or I'd be, you know, driving somewhere, you know, they were just really, um, I was just doing my day-to-day stuff and I could be doing the dishes and there was somebody lurking and they were going to come and get me. Yeah, that's the feeling of somebody who's always looking over your shoulder. I mean, when you're doing dishes, what are you doing? You're working. And if there's somebody who's looking over your shoulder, you would ask yourself, who is looking over my shoulder at work? You put the, together the ideas and it often leads you right away to what is, you know, what is actually behind the dream. Because as we talked about in our last segment, you already know what your dreams mean. Subconsciously, you know, because you create your dreams. Now, it's coming from another side of your mind called the unconscious mind, but you were actually creating your dreams and that is what is uh, uh that is why you actually understand what they mean before you know before we have them now i know um sandra before we came on the show i uh you told me you know let's do the military mom show and i was like great let's do this and i have a dream that i'd like to tell your audience about because it is a military mom who had the dream do you want to delve into it 
Yeah, sure. And then we'll get our guests um, or our, our caller that wanted to know about the tornado. So you want to do the Absolutely. tornado first or let's do the tornado first and then okay, we'll sure. get into the to the other one. Um, so he gets chased by a tornado with a group of people kind of like in that disaster movie. And it recurs just about once a year. OK, well, you know, you begin with an idea that a dream is presenting to you in the imagery. You break it down and go, OK, well, what is a tornado? The what it's danger. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. And you go, well, is there some kind of danger that's approaching in my life? What type of danger in it? Well, it falls out of the sky, which means that it happens suddenly. It can come out of the blue. You know, it's not the sort of danger that's like a volcano that, you know, rumbles and spits and spews and smokes and then finally it blows up right you have lots of warning usually with a volcano with a tornado you generally do not have much warning that it's coming another thing is is that it comes out of the sky which means come out of the blue or come out of nowhere so there could be some type of a danger that comes into the dreamer's life that seems to come out of nowhere it could be a person it could be a situation it's something obviously that recurs in the person's life if they are having this dream about once a year. But that's not all. When you look at a tornado, look at the nature of a tornado. What is it? It is a whirlwind. It is something that is frantically spinning round and round. And what? how could that be used as a metaphor? Well, think about frantic activity, especially activity where it's kind of like the cat chasing its own tail or dog chasing its own tail. You know, it's, it's going in this sort of circular round and round motion. And so that you look at the tornado and you go, well, this could be something that is, you know, um, describes some type of frantic activity that's going on in my life or that I'm witness to going on in someone else's life. Then you look at a tornado and you go, well, you know, what else is there that's associated with tornadoes? It's a sense of something impending or coming towards you that you don't want to deal with or it's very powerful. I know a guy who had a dream about um, being in his old uh, childhood family home, and he hears on the radio that a tornado is coming. He looks outside, and he sees all the really nasty dark clouds coming. He knows the tornado is going to hit. So he goes down into the basement, and his uh, sister is there, and she screams at the top of her lungs. She goes, we should have seen it coming, or I should have seen it coming. So we started off with that, and we went, you know, what is this dream speaking? to in your life? What do you feel that is coming towards you that you're dreading? And we looked at the setting. We went, well, what happened in your family home that is, you know, that gives you that sense of dread? What should you have seen coming? That's the sister's statement. And we figured it out. It was his parents' divorce. And he had lived, you know, he was an early teenager when it happened. Both he and his sister, it, they saw it, they, they kind of knew it was coming because they could see that their relationship with their parents were deteriorating. But like kids, they really tried to not acknowledge that this truth was coming so that when it did come, it hit all of a sudden. It just, like a tornado that just drops out of the sky. Their family life was ripped apart. So in the dream, it's showing it as the tornado coming. And what that really means is, is that He'd never really dealt with what had happened to his family. And he is about to go into a time of his life when he has a chance to deal with it finally. And it means that there's going to be some real dark clouds in his life for a while. 
But what happens after a tornado? Generally, you get back to blue sky again. So what it means is, is that if he deals with the emotions and the wreckage that was caused in his life by the divorce, that he will be able to come out on the other side of it. So that would be my guess at the or my guesses at what the tornado could mean in this person's dream. And of course, that is tornado was one of the entries that is in the dream interpretation dictionary by J.M. DeBoard. So if anybody out there wants to be able to have a handy dictionary to be able to look up these symbols after they have them in their dreams, then please, you know, take a look at my book because um, it goes into a lot of detail about these uh, the, these symbols. That is so cool. And now you had another dream that you wanted to share with us that was from one of your military friends. Yeah, um, this was a this is a military mom. She's a state. She's at home. Her husband was uh, deployed overseas and she had a dream that uh, her little two year old daughter had cancer and that there was real danger, but that the doctors had already devised a treatment for the cancer. So it made her feel a little bit better. There were other details to the dream, but this is how you simplify it down to just sort of a sentence or a phrase that can help to summarize the dream and then step back from there and start to analyze it. So when you think of cancer, a lot of people kind of freak out at just the word, you know, and they, they, they tend to kind of lose their objectivity. In this case, you look at cancer the same as we did with the tornado as you go, well, what is the nature of cancer? What are the metaphors that it's used in? Cancer is something that eats at you in a bad way. It's an illness. Uh, so you start off with those ideas and you go, okay, well, your daughter has cancer now in the dream. And you could look at that as being something about her, but it could also be something in you that's affecting your perceptions of your daughter. Remember, she's a dream character in a story, and most dream characters are projections from your own inner life. However, dream characters who are based off of people that you know, they, they can be in your dream story because it does have a situation that it's affecting you and them. And in this case, this is what happened. Her husband was deployed overseas. He was in a war zone. Um, he got badly injured. At the around the same time, she also had a baby. So her life changed very drastically, very quickly. They went from having steady income and a bright future to her husband's coming back in a wheelchair after being, you know, badly injured in combat. Uh, and so that means he's also going to be out of the military soon. That source of income is going to dry up. They're going to have a lot of expenses and bills. And how was this then translated to cancer for the daughter? Well, what had happened was, is the relationship that she had with her daughter started to change because mom no longer had the time for her daughter that she used to. It used to be that they had this routine with each other and mom had plenty of time to devote to her daughter. And she was really watching her daughter thrive because of all the energy and time that she could put into their relationship. Now, all of a sudden, dad's hurt and mom has a new baby. And, you know, new babies, they require a lot of time and effort. But here's the thing from the dream that was really encouraging. 
a treatment is already being devised. This is one of the, this is a detail from the dream. And what it means is, is that mom in the back of her mind is aware of the fact that she does not have the same time for her daughter. She's seeing the ways that it's affecting her daughter. And she's already thinking about ways that she can rectify or address the situation. So this is a military mom who was dealing with a very difficult situation, who has a very dramatic dream that would freak some people out. I mean, if some people might be rushing their kid down to the, uh, you know, to the doctor to have them checked out. Oh, I think my kid has cancer because we all have all heard stories about dreams being accurate about foretelling things that have happened in people's lives. But usually it's some type of a metaphor. And in this case, it was pretty easy once we understood the metaphor of what does cancer mean? It's something that's eating at you. What's changed in your life recently? Well, my husband, I have a new daughter, you know, you know, new child. Uh, now we put all those details together and we could understand what the dream was really saying. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. We're visiting today with J.M. DeBoard. And J.M., where can people find out more about you? Well, you know, dreams123.net is my blog. I have lots and lots of entries there. Um, they can start there. There's a lot of resources and information that's there. Um, and, of course, I have uh, the two books that you mentioned, the Dream Interpretation Dictionary um, and Dreams123. I'm a moderator at a, web, a website called reddit.com, R-E-D-D-I-T, and I'm uh, the moderator of the Dreams Forum there. So if you go to dreams.reddit.com, you can be... Uh, you can get access to a community of, uh, we have over 30,000 subscribers there. I believe that it's the world's largest online community devoted to dreams. And for the last about six years, I've been a moderator there who answers questions, interprets dreams, and leads the discussions. We have lots of resources there. It's a very interesting community, and I'd encourage your listeners to drop by. We'll be back after the break. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating. And exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. It's merging Did you ever notice you buy more groceries when you use a large shopping cart? The shopping cart, or trolley as it was originally called, was invented in 1937 by Sylvan Goldman, owner of two Oklahoma City grocery stores. Back then, shoppers carried their food in wicker baskets. One day, Goldman was observing his customers and realized that as soon as their baskets were full or too heavy on their arm, people stopped shopping. 
Goldman thought if we could somehow give customers two baskets, we could do considerably more business. What's another word for a resourceful person? A debrouillard. Goldman put wheels on some folding chairs, attached two baskets to the seat, and let the back of the chair act as a handle so the cart could be pushed with one hand. What do you call anything that can be manipulated with one hand? A thumbadoodle. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with J.M. DeBoard, and we are talking about dreams. And we're going to get right to it, J.M. You've got another dream to share with us, a dream that caused someone to change careers and join the military. Yeah, that's right. I thought this would be a great one to share. So it was a dream a young man had. He was four years out of high school, and he had the dream about being back in school, and he was told that he wasn't going to graduate. Now, this is, you know, this theme of being back in school is very common, and dreams can launch off into all kinds of directions in order to tell you things about what's going on in your life. So in this case, he's told that he won't graduate. Their teacher gives them an assignment. He's in the classroom. He's in a different seat than usual. The teacher gives gives them an assignment and he doesn't understand it. He asks questions and he doesn't get the answers that he like. He, he's not understanding the answers. The, everything's sounding garbled. It's not registering in his brain correctly. Um, his classmates start kind of needling him like, hey, you're not going to graduate, you know, and this kind of stuff. So he gets really angry. He picks up a desk, tosses it across the room. He's pulling an incredible Hulk, right? He storms out of the classroom and he goes looking for the school counselor. He gets to the counselor's office and the and the uh, counselor's not there. And that's basically where the dream leaves off. So he comes to Reddit and he describes his dream and he says, you know, I need some help with this because it really feels like there's a message that's trying to get through to me and I, I need to know. So I helped him out and we started off. We said, well, okay, well, you're four years out of high school and what has happened to your life since then? And he's like, oh, I'm sitting in my bedroom playing video games. He's like, I don't know what to do with my life. And I go, okay, so this is kind of like an assignment that you've been given, but you're not understanding the directions and the sense of he's, you know, he graduates from high school. What's supposed to happen next? You're supposed to start your career or your work life, or you go off to college or you get married or whatever it is, you're supposed to take the next steps. And he is still in this limit. So we understood that he was back in high school in the dream because there was still something that he needed to do or needed to learn. He's not going to graduate. And what that really means is, is that he's not going to graduate to the next phase of his life if he doesn't get his act together. So we start there and we go, okay, this is all starting to make sense. So what does it mean when he picks up the chairs and starts to throw it, you know, or the desk? Well, it shows that the underlying subject of the dream is something that he feels really strongly about. Your reactions and dreams can really tell you a lot about what the dream really means because you're reacting based upon subconscious knowledge of the symbolism. So when he's told he's not going to graduate in the dream, when he's told this, what he's really being told is, is you are going to be a failure as an adult. So of course he 
picks up the desk and throws it out of anger and frustration, even rage, because the thought of him being a failure is really that's not what he wants to be. He has he has ambitions for his life. He wants to be an adult. He just needs to get the right answers. The adults in his life who had been counseling him were not giving him very good um they were not giving him very good advice, or at least it was advice that was not registering or resonating very well with him. And this is shown in the dream when he asks questions about the assignment and he can't understand the answers. It's also shown in the next scene when he leaves the classroom and goes looking for a school counselor. You ask yourself, well, what do school counselors do? Generally, they advise you on what's the right college, what's the right career, they help you to take the next steps in your life. So if the counselor is not there in the office in the dream, what it means is, is that he's not getting the counseling that he needs. So this is where we left off. I helped him to understand the dream. He's like, wow, this really resonates with me. This is cool. Okay, I'm going to think about this. Six months later, I'm at Reddit. I get a message. It's from this guy. He says, hey, by the way, I'm the guy that had the dream about being in the classroom, not graduating, tossing the desk, seeing the school counselor, all that stuff. And he goes, you know, based off of that dream, I joined the Navy and I have gotten through all of my training. I'm on my first assignment. I love it. And I just want to thank you for you know, for pointing me in the right direction through the dream. And I said, well, you know, I helped you understand the dream, but you were the one who had to take action based off of it. You were the one who had to make your dream come true or follow your dream. Um, so you actually are the one that deserves the credit. I just helped you to understand the dream a little better. This is a very dramatic dream that can, um, they don't always come along like this because we're not always at these crossroads in our lives. But, you know, um, when you are, are at a crossroads in your life. Your dreams are a great source for helping you to understand the dynamics of the situation and to give you advice about how you should proceed. Because in this case, by understanding the dream, the guy was able to proceed and say, if I'm going to have an adult life that I want, it begins by having the sort of career that I want. And I've got to find a way of doing that. So by joining the Navy, he was able to get that question answered. So then the next steps with earning the income, perhaps, you know, looking at getting married and stuff like that could be the next steps for him. But it all started with him making that decision that he was going to leave the couch, put down the video game console and start living his life. Isn't well, that cool? he's, that is cool. And he's probably not the first person to choose success from a, a dream. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I, we were talking about some of the uh, famous, uh, you know, inventions and, and decisions that people have made, uh, research discoveries, businesses that have been started. I find this all the time, Sandra. Uh, there are people who build their careers uh, around the uh, information that they get in their dreams, especially creative people. But in many, many ways, um, Elias Howell, who invented the sewing machine, he had a dream about uh, having um, the these people were standing around him and they were jabbing spears at him. And he looks at the spears and near the tips, there are these eyelets. At the time, he was working on a design problem that he was trying to invent the sewing machine. There were other inventors who were all trying to do this and race to the finish to, 
you know, to get this patented. And he had the dream and he goes, wait a minute, I get it now. So the islet before then, um, they were trying to design it differently, but he realized that the islet needed to go down near the tip of the needle. Once he'd solved that design problem, he was able to patent it and he becomes Elias Howe. None of us know about the five other inventors who were all trying to race to the deadline with them to get that patent in before he did. We know about him because he's the one who's credited with the discovery. There are many, many uh, discoveries. The periodic table came to the, uh, the inventor of the periodic table. It came to him in a dream. Um, this happens all the time. And sometimes we hear about it because it's a famous discovery. But I know a lot of people who are using their dreams to help to guide their daily lives in ways that lead them to more enrichment and more fulfillment. A lot of musicians, a lot of writers, but people who also just do other jobs. Uh, there are doctors who are, you know, dreaming about ways that they better ways they can treat their patients. Um, there are, uh, you know, accountants who are gaining insights into the ways that they they help their clients. Uh, there are even also, Sandra, like your dream of the, um, you know, the the boss who's looking over your shoulder and chasing you around. You know, it, it you may not be able to change the situation. If you understand the dream is about your boss and, you know, that it's you don't like the job and stuff like that, you know, that um, you may not be able to change the situation right away. But if you connect the dream and those really anxious feelings that you had and connect it with my job is making me feel this way, then you can take the next step and decide, hmm, maybe I should work for myself and I can get sponsors and go on the radio and I can write books and I can do this because I don't want to work for anyone else anymore, especially if they're going to make me feel this way. And here's something else that's important while I'm thinking about it, Sandra, is you did not understand, as far as I know, you did not fully understand that dream at the time but you said that was 10 years ago, and now you are in a much different situation. It sounds to me like subconsciously that you recognize that your job was driving you crazy and that you needed to work for yourself. What do you well, think? I think, yeah. I mean, I remember having these um, dreams, you know, the, the chase dreams. And then I would wake up in the middle of the night, you know, like after the dream, because like before the person would catch me or kill me or whatever he's going to do, I would go like, <gasps> and then I would wake up. And then my first thoughts about that were like, oh, God, what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to fall apart today, tomorrow? What am I going to get yelled at for tomorrow? It was in residential real estate and I was running a, a very high end real estate office in Beverly Hills. And, you know, when there's lots of money at stake, there's lots of pressure and lots of stress. And then you've got a lot of different personalities. You've got people from all over the world. You've got agent issues, client issues, bank issues, you know, escrow issues, assistant issues. You, you take it. You can't swing a dead cat around there without somebody yelling about something <laughs> uh, you know you're making me anxious just thinking about it i've i've worked those kinds of jobs before and i know that constant pressure and stress of things can really eat at you and it takes a certain personality that can um step back from that and um and not allow it to get to them as much and it's hard it's much easier to say than it is to do because you know when you're in the middle of that day by day and you're fighting those battles you know you um it, it's hard to remain objective about it and kind of rise above it and not let the stress get to you. Um, I wanted to give you an example, Sandra, of a dream that came to a, a mother who has a young child and she had a dream. And I think this will be a good illustration for your listeners because 
usually dreams are metaphorical. They're based off of their stories that are being told to you. They're metaphorical. There's not a literal message from the dream. There can be a takeaway from it, something you can learn, but it's not literal. But in this case, the dreamer knew in her heart that she should take action based off of the dream. So here's what it was. She had a dream that there was a little white pill that was underneath the lip of her couch. And when she saw in the dream, her first thought was that is dangerous to my toddler who is in the crawling stage because my baby could find that pill and ingest it. Now, usually you would look at that and go, well, is there some kind of symbolism going on here? Is there is this some kind of metaphorical story? But she had that nagging feeling and, you know, moms and their intuition. So in the morning, she wakes up, goes downstairs right to the point on the couch underneath the lip of the couch. She lifts it up and she sees a little white pill. It was a powerful sedative that would have made an adult maybe sleepy. But for, you know, a young child who ingests something like that, um, it could have been potentially deadly or at least a trip to the ER. So she was smart to listen to it. And the difference was, is that she knew in her gut, she knew that there was a literal message that was coming from the dream and that she was wise to listen to it and take action. We'll be back after the break with more from J.M. DeBoard. We'd love to hear from you. Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Our shows are available on iTunes anytime from 0 hundred hours to 2359. For now, stay right where you are. There's more Military Mom Talk Radio after these messages. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. If you have a lot of spizzerinktum or the will to win, and you have a strong desire to be a part of your favorite sports team, the National Hockey League might be for you. Did you know that if both goalies on an NHL hockey team are injured, anyone at the game is eligible to step in and play the part? Teams have resorted to using their coaches, team owners, and even their web designers to fill in for injured goalies. It's as simple as slipping into your breezers or hockey pants. The original hockey puck was made out of frozen cow dung. The fastest puck shot on record was clocked at 114 miles per hour. And I'd like to take this opportunity to send out a special thanks to the men and women of our armed forces serving our country around the world. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back 
with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with J.M. DeBoard. And if you liked what you heard today, you want to check us out on iTunes, go to MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, and then you can also go to Toginet.com, because J.M. has not only been on this show last week, so you can go and listen to that, but you can hear him on Coach Talk Radio, Motherhood Talk Radio, and Powered Up Talk Radio, all talking about dream analysis, and you're going to want to get his um, dream interpretation dictionary, you're going to want to get his dreams one two three his name is spelled jm like j is in johnny m is in military debord d-e-b-o-r-d but you can just type in dreamy and he'll come up no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i was about to go on google like wow that would be an awesome way of making a shorthand for people to know where to find me that would be awesome wow Okay, or maybe Dream Guy or something. But see, there are probably too many others who are, uh, you know, um, who are competing with me under those. Yeah. yeah um, but like yeah, it. JM DeBoard <laughs> in uh, dreams123.net. I also own the .com. Um, it's, um, it's not as expansive as the .net is. Um, but put in JM DeBoard and you will find, you know, I have lots of resources that are out there. And if anybody wants to start off with um, to learn about dream work and dream interpretation, Interpretation, they can go and to sign up for the We Love Dreams newsletter. You know, it's a lot more than just a newsletter because you're going to get emails from me that are going to explain the ins and outs of remembering dreams, of interpreting dreams. I'm going to point you towards a great variety of resources, both resources of my own and resources I know from other people. You're going to see videos and are going to be podcasts. I have links to shows that we've done together, Sandra, and because we've covered so many different topics related to dreams that I wanted to use this to, um, you know, tell people, you know, that if you don't always have to read a book, you can listen to a podcast or something, and we can really give you the basics for how to understand your dreams and pull the meaning and significance out of them so that not only do you understand and interpret the dream, you know what to do with it. You can live your dreams in the sense of make them part of your daily life, listen to their advice and take action on it. Well, and that's so important because, you know, I think some of our dreams are are really, you know, prosaic. But what about some crazy ones? Like you've had to come across some crazy or some really oh. interesting people's dreams. I mean, I just I, I, I won't go there. This is a oh, PG rated show. The, but boy. I, know, <laughs> I know all the time and I will have to, um, you know, kind of edit some of them in a way. But here's one. Um, you know, when I was getting ready for your show, I was thinking about the theme of battle and, and soul soldiers and stuff like that. And I remembered a dream that uh, I helped a guy with who um, he's on in the dream. He is in a medieval battlefield and he sees his opponent. It's himself. It's like a perfect replica replica or clone of himself that is holding a weapon. And then they it's a battle to the death. Right. So he's you know, he looks over in the dream and the the version of himself, the, the replica is like clean and angelic. And then he looks at himself and he's like all muddy and grimy. Right. So this this was the only difference between these two versions of himself. And of course, he's seeing through his own eyes and he's seeing the replica battling him. 
So he goes, well, what could this possibly mean? And so we started talking about the theme of how are you struggling or battling with yourself? If you simplify the dream, that is what it's saying. Pull everything else out. It's just distraction. For now, just simplify the dream down to a sentence or a phrase or even down to one word and start there and then pull in the other details from the dream and see how they fit in with that one central idea. How are you struggling or battling with yourself? And he goes, well, you know, I'm a young doctor and there is an image of doctors that is uh, different than the image that I see of myself. You know, people have this idea that doctors are sort of pure, you know, the perfect healthy lifestyle, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I'm not that person. And I am a more of a get dirty, get down and dirty kind of guy. And I said, well, let's look at the dream and see how this fits. And it fits perfectly. He's fighting a clone of himself that is clean and angelic looking which is the perception that he has that he as a doctor needs to live up to that image. But the reality, which is shown in himself and the way that he is portrayed in the dream is, is that he is more of a get down and dirty kind of guy. So this is a great example of a very dramatic dream that can be understood if you will just step back from it and see it as a story that is told to you through symbolism. Now, um, I have some other examples. You know, we've just came, come through the election, and I'm not going to rip on our commander-in-chief. This is not a political statement, but people tend to dream about Donald Trump. Before him, it was Barack Obama. Before him, it was Bush Oh, Jr. I had mine. Japan. Remember, I was, was on Clinton. an airplane with the military, and I was there with Melania flying on Donald Trump's plane. I had one of those myself. That is a great example there. Um, so re to recount for your audience, you were you were on a plane. Uh, it was Air Force One. You were on the plane with Melania Trump, and um, you're discussing with her the uh, that you would do anything for your children, including pick up a gun and defend them from enemies. Is that that's how I right. remember. Right. I wanted to know if she would, too, if it was down to Barron, you know, because because they're in such the public eye. Like, what would she do? And that was a big deal for me. And I'm like, I don't I'm not even a Trump follower or a Melania follower. I just it just was a dream. Right. And a lot of people take a dream like that as meaning that they are um, that there is some type of a political or cultural statement to it. And it really isn't what you it's impressions of the person and the office that they hold that is um, used as the basis of uh, the symbolism. So in your case, we looked at it as going, well, Melania is the first lady and that is a leadership position. So we started off by going, well, how does this dream or could this dream relate to the leadership that you provide in your life? Not only as a leader of other people, but how you lead your own life. So we looked at that and we went, okay, well, this sounds interesting. This could be a possibility. And then we looked at the fact that you're on a plane. A plane is something that takes you to a destination. And we went, well, what is the destination that you were trying to reach in your life? And we talked about how you have the uh, you are you have these ambitions, these goals that you want to reach, and that you need the leadership to be able to get there. We talked about your relationship. How does the idea of protecting, you're talking to a mother 
about or actually i don't know if melania is a mother or not um but you're talking with the the first yeah, lady she had about Baron, what she would do okay kid, trump's kid okay um, and so what we related that back to was if you get to this high flying destination that you have in your life, are you going to be able to protect your family life? That was what that detail in the dream connected back to, because you have, you know, you have your kids, you have your pets and you know, from other people that you have seen achieve uh, great success in their life, that it can often mean making sacrifices of their family life and what you are deciding in that dream is is that you want to have both and that you are not going to sacrifice your your family life so then in the same night you had another dream about trying to find your car in a parking lot you knew it was there somewhere but you were having trouble locating it and we talked about that dream as possibly meaning that you were looking for the day-to-day -day things that you can do to get to the goals and ambitions that you have. Because a car is a mode of transportation uh, the same as a plane is, except for a car is used more for daily travel. A plane is going to take you to the faraway destinations. A car, your car, is what's taking you to your day-to-day -day destinations. And what we related that back to was... What do you do day to day to take the steps that is going to get you to the big destination that you have in mind, which is illustrated in the first dream? And so then what did you do, Sandra? You started to take more of like you were journaling, making your lists of things to do. You told me that there were very concrete steps that you took based off of those that dream and how you understood it. I did. I did. I realized that there were things I needed to do, things I needed to organize. And I started to look at myself more as a leadership position and that it was okay for me not to know the fine details, which was a big worry for me, but that I could lead my way through it. And I, and I, it gave me confidence to we like once you identify that leadership part of it, I'm like, yeah, I can lead and I can lead myself into this and I'll figure it out as I go along. So that is a great example of how you take these messages that you get from your dreams. You start off by understanding the dream first, and then once you understand it, you go, okay, what are the concrete steps that I can take based off of this? This to me is how you truly live your dreams as you make them part of your daily life. It's not just an exercise in, you know, um, intellectual exercise of analyzing a dream. There is a point to doing this, and that point is, is figure out ways that you can better live your life. Figure out ways that you can live the life that you want to, that you can get to the goals in life that you have. So this is a, it's a terrific example, Sandra, and I hope that your listeners out there will um, take this to heart because, you know, we can pay to have life coaches and we can see therapists and we can go to seminars and retreats and we can read books like, you know, from business gurus and self-help gurus and we can watch Oprah or Dr. Phil or whatever. But these are other people giving you answers that worked for them. And your dreams are giving you the answers that work for you. The dreams come from another side of your mind called the unconscious mind. It is the vast majority of your mind is unconscious. And most people have little or no awareness of it. Well, this is where your dreams are being created and sent to you. And your unconscious mind has a bigger perspective of your life than you do. It has no 
uh, blind spots. It has no ego turf to defend. It is simply there to reflect back you and your life and give you the advice that can help you to live your life better. So listeners, hey, Go start paying attention to your dreams. Get a dream journal, grab my books, subscribe to dreams123.net. I'll show you how it's done. So uh, thank you for having me on and happy Memorial Day to everyone out there. I hope all those military uh, uh, personnel and families out there are able to have a, a great day and enjoy some family time. Absolutely. Well, thank you, JM, for being my guest today. Could you refresh people quickly where they can find you? Absolutely. Dreams123.net and look for the Dream Interpretation Dictionary, uh, Symbol, Signs, and Meanings. It's available on Amazon right now. It's in pre-release. I am J.M. DeBoard, and this book is really your all-in-one reference. It can tell you everything you need to know about understanding your dreams. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 200 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom.